0: With the Alberta logo on my chest and to do it at Canada Games, it's such an awesome event. I mean, it was an unbelievable week, something that I'll remember for the rest of my life.
1: Welcome to episode 196 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. There was already a lot of buzz around Edmonton's Michael Yusufchuk before he joined Team Alberta for this year's Canada Summer Games in Ontario. Last year's Baseball Alberta 15U AAA Player of the Year has been spectacular with St. Albert Minor Baseball Association teams over the years. Is heading to Dogs Academy in Okotoks and has already committed to Missouri State. Well, he added to that legacy during the summer games with a no-hitter in the semi-final against BC, striking out seven and was a walk away from a perfect game in a 4 nothing victory. Alberta went on to win silver in that tournament, and once the dust settled, we caught up with Yusuf Chuck to talk about that performance, his baseball journey, and what he believes his ceiling might be, as the Canadian Baseball Network has him listed as a top five Canadian to be chosen in the 2024 MLB Draft. Michael, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast.
0: Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me.
1: Take us back to August 12th against BC. You're getting the start for Alberta. Before the game, were you feeling pretty good?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, before the game, I was really excited. I had a lot of rest. Couldn't wait to go in. I knew it was a big game. I, like, I was a little bit nervous, but really excited. And uh, BC obviously had a very strong lineup, so some of our coaches and I were going through some strategy to how to pitch best to them.
1: And yeah. As the game goes on, you're clearly dealing. Are you in the zone at that point? Are you sensing something's maybe different about this one?
0: Uh yeah. I was, I was kind of just in the zone, and like to be honest, I was just trying to stay in the moment and just, all right, we got this batter. Not trying to focus on the next batter or what's going on in the game. Just take a pitch-by-pitch, batter-by-batter, and just go from there.
1: When do you realize that you have a no-no on your hands?
0: Um, Like, I'd say, like, kind of in, like, the fourth... Because they have, like, the big display board, and it's, like, there's no hits on it, and I was, like, probably the fourth or fifth, I looked back, and... But it's, like, I can't focus on that because I know eventually they'll get a hit, and then, like... I I need to just move on and go to the next batter. But then by the end of the game, that zero was still up. So it was was really cool.
1: Mm -hmm. Are your teammates saying anything to you at that point? Or are they trying to keep your distance, trying not to, uh, not to jinx anything? (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, they, they weren't just, they weren't saying anything about that. They're just encouraging me, telling me to keep going. We got a few more innings left. Just keep doing what you're doing. And they had my back all game. So I was just trying to trust them and, Throw strikes and hope for the best.
1: Take us through that final out. What's going through your mind when you see that zero under the hits on the scoreboard?
0: Um, tr- like, it was all a blur, but then kind of, I'd say a few minutes after the game, like it finally hit me. Like, it was awesome. I mean, the crowd all game was just electric, so by then it was, it was crazy. All my fr- teammates were really happy for me, and I was really happy, and I couldn't wait to go to a gold medal game in the Canada games.
1: Now that you've had some time to breathe and think about that outing, what did it mean to you to accomplish that feat, that no hitter?
0: Oh, it's awesome. Especially with like with the Alberta logo on my chest and to do it just at Canada games. It's such an awesome event. I mean, it was an unbelievable week, something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And it's truly probably one of my favorite games that I've ever pitched and like, I'll remember that for the rest of my life.
1: Had you ever thrown a no-hitter before?
0: Um, I think I have, like, just
1: in season play.
0: Like, I don't know if it's been a complete game, but I've thrown, like, maybe five innings in a seven-inning game with no hits or something, mm-hmm. but never anything like that.
1: So it's probably safe to say that's got to be one of your favorite outings on the mound ever.
0: Oh, 100%. I mean... I was, it, was that, it was crazy it was so fun that was, was awesome
1: you're just the third pitcher in tournament history to throw a no-hitter how special is it in your eyes to be amongst that very select group it's
0: it's really cool to be honest I, it's like they're saying that at first and it's like wow that's, that's pretty cool speaking of how many Canada games there have been to be a part of just three guys and I was really excited
1: mm-hmm you mentioned wearing that A on the ball cap and Alberta across the chest. Obviously, the tournament didn't end the way you were hoping, but you still managed to medal in it. What did it mean to you to represent Alberta at a tournament like that?
0: Oh, it's it's awesome to be. I mean, there's so many guys that would have loved to be there. So to go there and put it all on the line, and I mean, it was it was so much fun. And like representing Alberta was the best part of it. Probably just. Like it gives you something greater to play for and you're playing for so many people back home. So, it, yeah, it was one of my highlights of my life going to that week.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the experience as a whole. What maybe did you take away most from it, aside from the baseball side of things?
0: Oh, just like the experience of get, getting up every day, going to breakfast with 200 other athletes from different sports. I I think my favorite part was at night, we'd everyone would gather around in the Athletes' Village, and you'd just talk with other athletes from other sports, from other provinces, and you'd just talk about their sport, or talk about whatever, and you'd just get to know so many new people, and find out interesting things.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the, the camaraderie in that dugout with Team Alberta, and, and maybe some of your favorite moments with that squad.
0: Oh, our our dugout atmosphere was incredible. I mean, we had such a, such an encouraging and like positive dugout that just is, it was, it was awesome. It was so fun to play with. And, um, like just every game, it seemed to get better and better. And it's like you, you weren't like there wasn't as much pressure because of that dugout. It was just everyone was just having fun and just like going crazy. And it was, Every moment of the game, I could honestly say, it was just really fun with that team. And it was so cool to be a part of.
1: Wonderful to hear. We'll talk a little bit about your future in a second, but we want to keep in the past for a while here. and Talk about your upbringing. You're an Edmonton kid. You grew up and you've played the last few years in St. Albert. Now walk us through the scene there and maybe what got you into baseball in the first place.
0: Um, I'd say... It'd be my brother that got me into baseball in the first place because he he is a few years older than me and when he started getting into sports like baseball, he would just be in the backyard playing catch or hitting or doing whatever and I would just go out and start playing with him and start doing that until I finally grew a love for the game myself and I started wanting to do that by myself whether he was there or not and just I love I grew a g- love for the game of baseball.
1: Were you a multi-sport guy growing up or was it all baseball all the time?
0: Yeah, it was I was uh I trained baseball all year round, but during the winter I'd play hockey, volleyball and basketball, and then the summer would be just strictly baseball.
1: When did it turn for you? Do you remember that moment where you said, "You know what, maybe I can do something with this? Like maybe I'm it's more than just fun, like I can go and maybe chase a, a college career out of this?"
0: Um, I'd say it was probably a few years ago when I was also a pretty good hockey player, and I had to make the um, the decision like, do I want to specify into baseball? Because I feel like I have a good shot if I really just kind of dedicate my le- or dedicate my time to just doing everything I can to get better every day at baseball. So I made that decision, and I was like. Yeah, I, I think if I if I follow through with this and I work hard every day and do what I control what I can control I think I have a good chance of going to and doing some pretty cool things
1: mm-hmm. growing up did you have a favorite team or a favorite major league player that you wanted that you idolized or maybe you wanted to mold your game after
0: um yeah I'd say my my favorite team growing up has always been the Toronto blue Jays like I've just you know, always flip on the TV and there they are and I just find that I I love watching them play. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say my favorite player to watch is just probably Jacob DeGrom. just the way I I could watch him pitch forever. I mean, just the way he pitches is unbelievable and the stuff he can do is crazy. And I'd really try and try and idolize my game around him. I obviously can't do what he can do, but I can try the best to be similar.
1: Describe yourself as a pitcher, and and what you think your best qualities are, as as you've accomplished all that you've accomplished to this point.
0: Um, I'd say my best quality is I I don't I just try and live pitch by pitch and just throw strikes. I mean, at the end of the day, your defense can't help you if you just walk guys. So I try and just throw strikes, trust my defense, and then. But I'd say actually the main point is getting ahead in counts and i think the most important pitch of every at bat is the first pitch because once you if you throw that first pitch strike then you're truly just you're in control of that bat. i
1: find talk a little bit about the the saint albert system and you spent the last few years there what's that program meant to you as you've developed into the player you are
0: oh it's an absolutely unbelievable organization um it's truly a special place to play. I'm, I'm extremely proud to have been a Cardinal, and I love playing there. Um, they do a tremendous job in developing players. Uh, they have amazing coaches and who have helped me become the baseball player I am and the person I am. And I've built friendships there that, like, they're going to last, last for a long time. And, like, it's awesome. I love that organization.
1: Well, and you did pretty well for yourself with that program too. You were a baseball Alberta 15U Player of the Year last year, if memory serves me correct. What did that recognition mean to you?
0: Oh, that it, it was a great honor. I was I was really happy to accept that, and it was it was just I love my 15U year was a great year, and I was, I played with a great bunch of guys under some great coaches, and it that was that was one of my biggest years coming off COVID. And I, p- I thought I put a lot of work in on COVID and it's great to see some of that paid off that year. And I had an awesome year and the team had a great year.
1: How challenging was that last couple of years? Because you're not getting to play games on a regular basis. You're you know kind of practicing in your own basement. What kind of work did you have to put in on your own to make sure that you didn't fall behind the rest of your class?
0: Oh, well, it was, It was really tough, but I was fortunate to have – my brother was home at the time, so we were kind of training buddies, and we'd keep each other accountable, and we'd have a throwing schedule, a lifting schedule, a bullpen – like, we'd have all that schedule, so we'd line up. So we could – instead of just coming out of COVID, just so we can fit in, we can come out of COVID that is – we're better than we were before and hopefully make that jump a little bit above the rest of my
1: class. Mm-hmm. And obviously you've been able to uh, make an impression on, on people, not just in St. Albert and around the Edmonton area, but obviously you, you made enough of an impression to uh, get the attention of dogs Academy and Oak Tokes. You're heading there fairly soon here. Walk us through how that opportunity all came to be.
0: Um, I, I'd say it originally started with my brother. he, he used to go there and he was formerly a dog and he he had absolutely nothing but great things to say about the program and he always mentioned that like it was they formed a family there and he's got lifetime friends already from that program in just the two years he was there I think. And so I I really looking I'm really looking forward to going there and competing at a very high level against some of the best competition in North America. Mm-hmm. so I'm really excited and can't wait to get after it there.
1: When you think about the, the coaching and that kind of thing, I know that that's something that, that the academy prides itself on. What do you look forward to the most, I suppose, when you think about that aspect of things and heading down to
0: I I can't wait to just learn, and I, I can't wait to just every day get better and just learn everything I can in order to get better at my craft and Work hard, and I know they have some some unbelievable coaches. And my brother has nothing but great things to say. And they he said that they've taken his pitching to the next level. So I can't wait to have that experience.
1: Well, and obviously you're looking to get to the next level. You've already committed to Missouri State. Walk us through how that opportunity all came to be.
0: Um, I went down to a tournament with Canes Canada to Atlanta, Georgia, and. I pitched a game there in front of that scout, in front of the Missouri State scout, and we he, we started talking after that, and then I really liked what what they had to offer, and I think it's an unbelievable school with awesome coaches. It's an amazing program, unbelievable ex- um, facilities, and, yeah, like, I just knew it was the right fit. Like, like as soon as I started talking to their coach, just everything I liked and it was just awesome. So I'm extremely excited and I I can't wait to become a
1: bear. How do you keep yourself grounded knowing that you have accomplished so much already in your young career, but you also have a lot of things on the horizon, whether it's dogs or Missouri state. I mean, there's a lot to soak in. How do you keep yourself grounded amongst all of the other things that you've got going on?
0: Well, it's a matter of like, like not being satisfied and it's, Like I'm extremely excited to be going there, but now I wanna go there and contribute at a high level and I wanna be like one of their best players and I'm gonna work to try and strive to be that guy. And so it's a matter of not not just being satisfied with what you have, but trying still trying to set a really high ceiling and and work to be to get there.
1: Where do you get that mindset from?
0: Um I'd say that's just what my parents have always like grown up telling me. It's like there's no point like you can't just be satisfied with with what you got. You gotta always be striving to be better and better each day, every pitch, and yeah, so on.
1: You mentioned your ceiling. Where do you see your ceiling right now?
0: Um, to be honest, I don't. It's that's kind of up in the air. But it's like I. Right now, I'm not trying to think of it too much. It's just a matter of just getting better every day and hopefully, by the end, having a chance to play professional baseball. And I, I would really love to play on the junior national team one day, but it's just a matter of not trying to focus too much on that and just working hard and doing everything I can to set, set myself up for success and give myself the best opportunity to compete.
1: How much of it is that day-to-day grind in your eyes, trying to make sure that you're taking care of all the small things, and also, you know, learning from the mistakes, learning from those, you know, they say baseball is a game of failure, right? So, how much of it is trying to learn from from that failure, but also uh, grow on the the momentum that's built on the successes like you've had?
0: Yeah, baseball is truly a game of failure because, yeah, you have to learn on what your mistakes are and try not to repeat that mistake again. And I don't consider it a grind as much because I I love doing it. I love learning about the game of baseball and working to get better at it every day. So it's, yeah, I wouldn't really consider it a grind, but just doing something I love and putting in all the work I can to just keep getting better. And yeah
1: how much of your mindset and how much of sort of your knowledge around the game has been around what you followed and watched your brother do?
0: A lot, a lot. I've grown up watching a lot of his games and, or when he talks about the game, like sometimes they'll be talking with my dad about what he thinks of this and what he thinks of that. So like, I'll just be, I'll listen in and, I learned so much from him and he's been a great role model for my baseball career. And yeah, like it's awesome because I learned so much just from him that it puts me a step above kind of sometimes.
1: We've mentioned your brother. You also mentioned your parents. I'm wondering, talk about some of those other influential characters in your career to this point, some of those coaches that have maybe gone above and beyond or helped you get to where you're at now
0: yeah my my family has obviously been huge, but I'd say yeah my saint Alb the Saint Albert organization and uh, Curtis miller has they've they've played absolutely huge roles in my development and helping me become the player and person I am, and I can't be thankful enough for what they've done, and it's been awesome.
1: Mm -hmm. a couple more questions for you here Uh, a couple of fun ones first and one being if it wasn't baseball where do you think your your career trajectory would be
0: i think to be honest i would have been a hockey player speaking of at a young age i was leaning towards hockey and then i kind of i kind of noticed like me every year by the end of hockey season i just really looked forward to baseball season and I was a little bit better at baseball, too, so. but I think I would have, if I didn't choose to give up hockey, I would have really pursued hockey, and instead of kind of dedicating all my work to baseball, I would have dedicated it to hockey, so Mm -hmm. I guess we would have seen where that would have taken me.
1: When it comes to the non-athletic piece, obviously going to a college like Missouri State, you've got to be thinking about what kinds of classes you might be taking. Have you thought about that side of it? And have you? has there been anything that's kind of made you go, that could be really interesting to take?
0: Um, I No, I actually haven't thought of that much. I, I obviously saw when I was looking at the school, like they have a lot of programs and there's quite a few that I'd be interested in, but I haven't got too specific because i don't exactly know what i want to do yet but it would definitely be some on the business or science side mm-hmm.
1: now that you've kind of accomplished all you can and i mean you're still really young so it might be tough to to conjure up the right words but for those who might be just starting out on their baseball journey and and you might be able to go back and chat with those young kids and give them that piece of advice and maybe gets them to the level that you've achieved to this point what would that piece of advice or those words of wisdom be
0: I'd say to just, just always try and stay in the moment and just have fun with it. Baseball, like, at the end of the day, it's a fun sport. And whenever you have fun, I find at least I it's more memorable and I end up performing better. When I just try and – when I get too focused in on results and all that and I don't just kind of relax and have fun or, or I'm thinking too far ahead, of, what if I don't do this, what if I do that, then it just it turns into something that's just not what baseball should be. So when I say my biggest thing is just stay in the moment, just have fun, and see where see where the game takes you.
1: Well, you've done certainly done a good job of that so far. Final question for you here, Michael. What does the game of baseball mean to you?
0: Um, it's absolutely massive, and it uh, it plays a crucial role in my life. I love every bit of the game and playing a team sport to be around guy, the guys all the time and form those relationships with friends to, to just, like, be with, and it's awesome. Um, every day it's fun. Like, I enjoy the grind, and I'd do anything to get better at it.
1: Well, you're doing pretty well for yourself so far at such a young age, Michael. Congratulations on the no-hitter. Congratulations on all the success you've had at this point, continued success as you head towards Oak Tokes and then Missouri State. And again, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast.
0: Thank you very much, Brad.
1: Thanks again to Michael Yusupchuk for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you haven't already, leave us a rating and review on your podcast app to help spread the word about ADS. A tip of the cap as well to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs are WCBL champions after a great season and nearly flawless playoff run. Head to dogsbaseball.ca to learn more. And AHP Academy is devoted to driven athletes, getting them ready for the next stage of their baseball journeys. Learn more at ahpbaseball.com. Until next time, thank you for all your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.